0: Eat, drink, smoke. Where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. How you doing? What's going on? Fingers Malloy, you seem very unhappy. And and is it because of the shutdown? Yes, if we're going to get into a whole shutdown conversation. It's uh, as we're recording this, it's day 22 of the shutdown, and I still don't think we understand the, the the reasons for it. Like there's a there seems to be still massive disagreement about the reasons for the shutdown. We're going to because it's. It, I th- we're 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 past the part of just like Republican Democrat. It's, it's past that conversation. It's much deeper as to like what we want as a, as as a country, regardless of our politics. We'll get to it, but first, let us do uh, the bourbon because we always start with the drink. That's the kind of people we are. It is not bourbon today. Today we are on to the single pot still Irish whiskey of Redbreast, which made fingers more like white giggle. Uh, it is um, a twelve. 12- oh, did you did you take a whiff of that, April? I did not. Oh my gosh!
1: I feel like that is a scary thing. That oh, you just this said. is
0: this is the kind of thing that's going to make give you the heebie-jeebies. Oh lord! Yeah, I think that's too strong for you. That is, I think that's way too strong for you, right there. Bartender,
1: I, I need I need a champagne.
0: Uh, um, it smells like a port. So the nose is going to give you. Speaking of uh, dried peels, ginger, linseed, and cut fruits with a touch of melon. So the port thing, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, as you take it down, uh, it's going to be spicy. You're going to get that the the, the citrus again. Uh, and one of the descriptions, hints of marzipan, which means it's going to have a tremendous amount of, of, of sweet uh, in, in that and a hint of sherry. Look at you, Fingers oh. Malloy. Hints of what? He
1: doesn't know what marzipan is. Wasn't
0: Drops of Jupiter on that album? No, no, no. Drops completely different.
1: Don't you um, watch the Great Britain bake show?
0: I don't. I don't because that woman drives ever. me crazy. Oh, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could ever like. Sh- I think she makes up the standard. I want to. Does she make the things in the Great American and that Great British Bake Off thing? Does she like make the things to show you? Hey, here's how you're supposed to make it. This is why you all suck. I mean, she's just just. This is it, why you all suck. No, I don't know that, that she sounds <laughs> that bad in her own accent. Um, but the 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 twelve year red breast here is supposed to have a finish uh, with custard and spice. So we're doing it meat, we're taking it meat right now, and I'm I'm telling you. And now, listen, the, the, the citrus, the whole idea of dried peels is very real. That's legitimate. That is very, very true right there. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to get into this. I'm, this is happening. Oh. Fingers and I are going. Oh, that, oh, I'll punch you right in the mouth. Hold on a second here. Wait a second. I don't even know if Abel Gregory's had any yet.
2: Mm. Um, she's she's going to pour this in my glass
0: as soon as she takes a sip. All right. Now, first, that is the most citrus thing we've ever done, aside from the orange cello over at Hotel Whiskey Tango. Citrus? Citrusy. Really? The, the orange cello? The lime and cello? No, this? This. This is the most citrusy <laughs> thing we've done since then. Did you have a few before we got here? <laughs> I think she did. <laughs> This wait a second. This is solid. Yeah, I this is not what I was expecting from the no, from the smell, but not what I was expecting going down. There's much less burn than I thought there'd
2: be. Oh really? For me, yeah. there was a little burn on on the lips and then a little bit in the esophagus. Oh,
0: but I did have, have, have gas station chili mm-hmm.
2: on the way here, so maybe that's part of it. But I this is outstanding.
0: Okay, this is so this is I don't, I don't know how I describe this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm about to throw it over a over a chip. Hold on a second. So we each have some some cubes. We took it neat first. I want to I want to see what it's like over... So, everyone did it a little differently. Uh, Fingers and, and April have full glasses of ice. Not just one cube this time. I just I just took three chips. Three small chips because I wanted to do exact... You know, we talk about it. I want it to open up a little bit. I want it to chill a little bit. And that's it. That's all I'm, I'm looking for. Now, the re- one of the reasons pick picked this is that this is somewhere between thirty-five and forty-five dollars a bottle, which means that it's very shutdown-friendly. Oh, which is the whole purpose. So day twenty-two of this shutdown, and this is all about politics. We're we're past the idea that we're even really talking about the border because I'm I put forth to both of you that America absolutely positively um, is divided on whether or not they want to protect the border to begin with. Right, if 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 we listen to these political people and how they're discussing this, no matter what they say on the on the, on the left side about uh, we want strong borders, that doesn't seem to be what the whole the, the totality of them on the elected side are saying because there are many elected officials who are saying that that you know ICE is evil that um, that walls are immoral like like Nancy Pelosi is well if walls are immoral does that mean borders are immoral? As well, there's this... I'm telling you, there are plenty of people who they don't care about borders. Like, like having an open border would be totally fine for them. And for and for President Trump, man, he just wants to win. And it doesn't even matter what it is. Like, I, I always discuss the fact that, that, that Trumpism, rule one of Trumpism is that Trump wins, right? What he wants to do is win. And what that win looks like can mm-hmm. be almost anything. Like, any deal can be created. But there's a, this... This chasm between the elected folk, uh, the folks, isn't that what, yeah. what you call Bill O'Reilly calls them the folks. Right. Is about whether or not we believe in a border to begin with. And these 800,000 people who aren't getting paid right now, uh, guys, you're not going to get paid for a long time because I don't think Trump feels it in him to, to move quickly. And Nancy Pelosi has already said she ain't going to move at all. Right. So it's like... Uh, 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 tell me, I'm wrong, because I'd love to know that I'm wrong.
1: No, you're not. I, I don't think for I don't him, think- for President Trump, it is about winning, and I think he cares about winning more than he cares about the wall. But he has, he is trying to put the message out there that he is winning on how Mexico is paying for it with the NAFTA deal. You know, because people are saying, "Oh, they're not. Mexico is not handing us cash. They're not really paying for it." And he's trying to say, "No, but they're paying it for it through this deal, and we're saving all this money." So he's trying to get that message across. The whole
0: messaging in Mexico would pay for it was cutesy from the from the beginning. All it ever was was cutesy. But now it's, it's not coming gonna be back. Anything else.
1: Yeah, but it's coming back against him, right? So he's got to yeah, like say something. And and he does what he
0: does uh, on on that. And it's he he sounds silly when he does it. He does. I'm in favor of border security. I'm in favor of barriers. I don't care if it's concrete or steel or I uh, do wh- whatever is necessary. Uh, I think physical barriers work. They seem to work. If if physical barriers didn't work, we wouldn't have speed bumps. So don't tell me that they don't work. Of course they work. It's silly to think otherwise. And I don't think there's anything wrong with putting them up in in places. But we're not not talking about... This shutdown is not about security. This shutdown is about political forces not giving Trump a win in 2020 and Democrats Mm -hmm. wanting a talking point for 2020.
1: Right. I mean, he has to have this wall. If he doesn't get this wall, he... I don't know that he wins in 2020. Oh, I don't know if he runs.
0: I'm I, uh, okay, look at me like I'm crazy. I do not believe as of yet that Trump is running. I don't believe it, and I'm not mad at the dude. I'm just saying I don't believe that he's running. Why 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 would I cuz he said he was?
1: Well, yeah. Well, when I when I when he first was no, yeah, and I'm agreeing with you. When he was first elected, I didn't think he was going to even finish the first term. I thought he would You know, there are people still talk to the, like that? Yeah. Like they're,
0: I, like, they're putting out some some great political theory. Oh, Trump will... He'll walk away if it means immunity for his family, for what they did with the Russians. There's, n- I don't believe there's any doubt that Trump would move to protect his family first and foremost. 150 yeah. percent. Just like normal people. The only people who wouldn't are the truly power uh, craven. You know, maybe in the Clinton family.
1: Right. <laughs> They'd be like,
0: oh, Chelsea going to jail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I thought but, he would just... But Hillary's
0: finally going to get her spot. Fourth time's a charm, or whatever the bloody hell it is. Um, I, I, But Trump winning um, uh, uh, on the border deal, is he could go with or without a wall, he could get some other deal on some other thing and consider it a win, and then come back to the wall four months from now, and I think his supporters stick with him and, and, and go with it. But we're not... We are, in this shutdown... It is these two forces engaging a 2020 conversation, and we still haven't answered the question. Tell me I'm wrong. There's a good segment of America that doesn't care if we have a border. No. The devil is in the details. It
2: You, you hear people talk about all the time how... Um, Americans are upset about the budget deficit and upset about the debt, and they want something done about it. But then, when you start diving into, okay, we may cut this, we may cut that, we're going to have to get into entitlements, people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not sure if I'm all for that. Same thing with border security. I think when you see what the the uh, general uh, public thinks about immigration, illegal immigration, well, we want to do something about it. We want to. Uh, Curb illegal immigration, but then you start getting into the details, people start backing away. Now, to me, uh, like you said, this is this is all political theater. This is all about politics. When you have clips of Chuck Schumer less than ten years ago saying, uh, you know, we need some sort of wall barrier, whatever the hell you want to call it, and then now all of a sudden the wall is immoral. Uh, it 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 just reeks of politics.
0: The whole, yeah, and but doesn't doesn't everybody see it? I mean, if you're if you are like hardcore on the political left, you don't care, right? Because anything that's anti-Trump is is good for you. But the middle of America, like like that whole swath of people that elected Trump, which is Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, right? That's what got Donald Trump uh, elected. Those Reagan Democrats, right? Those people who they, they I don't know if I like the guy, but at least he remembers my name. At least he's thinking about me. Aren't the the same people who watched the, like the Kavanaugh confirmation were like? All right, this is ugly. This is no way to treat somebody. Aren't they the same people who, who are taking note and saying, wait a second, Chuck Schumer was saying we need a wall less than a decade ago. So is Barack Obama. So is this one. So is th- what's such a bad idea about a border?
2: Well, well, two things. First of all, I, you're not seeing those clips on the mainstream media. You're not seeing mainstream media reporters going up to Pelosi and Schumer and saying, well, wait a minute. You said not too long ago when we had a different president that you were for this and now you're against it now if a republican had said this and then flip-flop there would be 10 microphones in that person's face but yeah. the, but the other thing totally true that you're you're talking about as far as the reagan democrats uh i am on factory floors i talk to people who identify themselves as, as reagan democrats and one of the reasons why so many of them went uh, to the voting booth and voted for Donald Trump was because they felt like there was a different set of rules for them as uh, either the elites or the people that elites were protecting. And you're, you're seeing this play out, and I think that what Trump is doing is he's pl- still playing to the base of people who went to vote who feel that way. That, okay, um, it, it's not fair that I have to play by the rules, and yet someone can just hop over the border and and break the law, and you have elites in Washington D.C. who just seem fine with that.
0: Yeah, it, well, going back to the first point, doesn't anybody else find it curious that the press doesn't ask this question? Hey, uh, Senator Schumer, a couple years ago you were okay with the wall. Now you're not, right? It, no one asked that question. No, no one. That seems to be a that would be like a standard question, a basic question. the The level of incuriousness. Uh, from, from, the, from the media, which you want to hear a, a great story from media about the, about the shutdown. Where is it? Here it is. Federal worker forced to ration insulin because of government shutdown. <laughs> That's a story from NBC. That's not funny. That's what they're running to try and, and uh, engage pressure. Her name is Mallory, and she says, I can't uh, afford to go to the ER. I can't afford anything. I just went to bed and hoped I'd wake up. Yet I'm so, I'm about now. I'm not saying that isn't you know rough, but the press pays attention to her story. Yet when brought the facts about those those angel families, that's what they're called, right? The people who've lost loved ones to an illegal uh, alien murder, right? Kate Steinley and, and uh, Officer uh, Renil Singh. In California, a story no one is talking about. Corporal Ronil, R-O-N-I-L, Singh. And take a look at that story. This is the cop that was murdered just before Christmas. and just after Christmas. It was a two-day manhunt to find the killer. Seven different people tried to hide this uh, illegal alien. Tried to hide him. And and like the, the California senators, Kamala Harris and Dianne Feinstein, they said nothing. Then Governor uh, uh, Jerry Brown said, oh, it wasn't our sanctuary policies that led to this. Uh, sanctuary policies may have very well allowed someone like this into the state without anybody really checking or or, or really caring. Um, Anna Navarro was presented with, with this and uh, on CNN. She claims she's a Republican, which is adorable. Uh, <laughs> and what did she do? She did her nails. Right there. On, you didn't see it? No. On CNN, Anna Navarro being as high and mighty and hoity-toity and above it all as possible, Um uh, someone is, is, is talking about the fact that, what about these Angel families? I forget his, his name. And she, on screen, is doing her nails with with a nail file. Very oh, much reminiscent of God. Barney Frank, uh, the congressman from Massachusetts back in the day. Uh, on on with like Bill O'Reilly, whatever, when he was interested in what Bill O'Reilly had to say. He'd check his nails. It was out of control. He's talking about people who have been murdered by illegal aliens, and she's doing her nails. This is, this is the kind of stuff that I wonder, wow. even though it doesn't get picked up in the mainstream uh, press, people notice this stuff. I notice this stuff. Now, maybe I'm, I notice more things than other people. But this is, this is why I think one of the questions that I get asked all the time is, why are Republicans so hell-bent on this? And the answer is, well, politically, they actually think it's a good subject. And I think they know something that the rest of us don't in terms of polling or whatever else, then America thinks it's a good subject. And part of the possibly the insanity you're seeing from from the media sources like here's a woman who can't get her insulin or whatever is that maybe they know they're losing some ground in the conversation. I, I can't say that you know perfectly. I don't have enough data to be able to, to, to prove that and, and I don't know how much I believe polling to begin with. But when you take a look at the level of dug in on this, and you take a look at the level of media incuriousness about it, they'll report one thing, but not report. uh, They won't report on on a a corporal, police corporal being murdered by an illegal alien. I mean, that's that whole narrative conversation about how how they're trying to move it for the side of of the political left. I mean, it's just as real as day. Well,
1: oh, I was just gonna say, even for myself, you know, I have to be on getting the news constantly all day long that's what i have to do and i didn't even know myself about that place getting shot for, or getting killed by the illegal for to like a week later yeah oh, i they had kept no idea quiet. It, i had no idea and i that's something i would know because i'm on getting news all day long
2: but that's the the mainstream media today there's one thing that's more important to them than reporting and that's pushing a narrative the narrative is so much more important than news itself and i think a perfect example of that story is uh there was a story earlier this week about how a a san diego television station was
0: kusi is the name of the station. yes
2: was contacted by cnn they wanted uh some you know boots on the ground local reporters there to give the uh you know cnn viewers uh what the, the take is from people in San Diego about walls and the, uh, the station well, we have talked to several border patrol agents and 95% of them are for the wall. And they believe that walls work. And then all of a sudden, uh, you would think that if we're in this national debate about walls and about border security and about illegal immigration, due diligence would be to, to report what they're, uh, talking about in San Diego, talking to border control, uh, Patrol agents, but instead, that didn't fit their narrative, and they didn't include that in any kind of reporting on CNN. Other than they had to go back and clarify why, allegedly clarified what the reason why that they reached out to the, the station in San Diego and why they didn't use their reporting.
0: I'm going to simplify that right there. CNN reached out to this KUSI outfit, this this news group. Um, KUSI didn't say what they wanted to hear, they didn't work with KUSI. Now, it's possible that news outfits uh, like CNN reach out all over the place and maybe not don't use people. But we shouldn't kid ourselves, they didn't utilize KUSI because KUSI said exactly the opposite of what CNN wanted to say. That's the part. And I, I shared that story on Twitter at Tony Katz is where you can find me on Twitter because I think it was one of the most important stories around. It just goes to the to the the sh- the showing of narrative first, and it's why people don't trust news outlets. It's why people move to, all, uh, to to other sources. They move to podcasts and other places for for an honest conversation and maybe an understanding on what the hell's going on and a little bit of connection to know that they're not crazy. So the the shutdown rolls on, and uh, uh, I, I don't see it has. Uh, any end? I don't see that it has a need to have uh, any end. Somewhere, somehow, there's gonna be some money given for this border, whatever you want to call it—wall, slats, barrier. <laughs> I don't bloody know anymore. Doc, the, right? We'll call it whatever you want. He call, said. It, "Call it, call it, call a grilled cheese sandwich." I don't care what you call it. Makes no difference. But he's gonna get some money, and I think that America is gonna know it. And I don't know if it plays so well for the for the political left. But they're bass, man. They're rabid and they're loud.
1: They're loud. Well, that's why they've got people like Kamala Harris and Tulsi Gabbard announcing right now is because.
0: Yeah, but Tulsi Gabbard is, oh, the fly in the ointment. She's a socialist, but it's, you know what? We'll talk about her another time. We'll talk about Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii another time. Eat, drink, smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke, Tony Katz, along with April D. Gregory and Fingers Molloy uh, right here. And, you know, if if you love the podcast, and I appreciate that, uh, iTunes, Eat, Drink, Smoke, Uh, Google Play. Also there, too. Uh, Give a review, uh, five stars, uh, at least on iTunes. Uh, And give the review, and then uh, tell your friends to review it as well, and they leave a review, and then everybody leaves a review. Uh, And then, of course, on Google Play. And also, uh, on Facebook, from time to time, we stream. When we do this, so uh, check out Tony Katz Radio on Facebook and Eat, Drink, Smoke on Facebook, and you'll be able to actually see uh, the show happen as as well, and we, we, we appreciate it. Uh, we, I, I think, hinted on this last week. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I did it on the radio shows, and I don't remember, uh, April Gregory. Uh, the sheriff, uh, the Parkland sheriff, the absolute horror of Florida, uh, Scott Israel, has been suspended. By the new governor Ron DeSantis, there was rumor that this was going to happen, and go on. Uh, and uh, DeSantis tweeting out, effective immediately, I am officially suspending Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel for his repeated failures, incompetence, and neglect of duty. So this all has to do with Parkland. This all has to do with Marjory Stoneman Douglas uh, High School. This has to do with the murder of seventeen people. We don't use. I don't. I never use names of, of shooters. So, so we don't. We don't do that. We we uh, uh, stay away from that. Uh, but you had the deputy sheriff Scott Peterson and a host of other deputies who didn't go in, didn't go after the shooter, didn't confront the shooter, and then you had this sheriff Scott Israel uh, talking about how great he is. I mean, he literally told Jake Tapper once on CNN that he has delivered amazing leadership uh, to to this this organization, to the to the department, and now finally. Uh, being tossed uh, as, as he should have been. I don't know why why the other uh, governor Rick Scott didn't do it. Yeah, why not? I, I could have been that you know he was under a lot of pressure uh, regarding firearms, regarding uh, uh, a whole series of things of guns. But one of the things we did talk about is that that whole commission that came out of this. Uh, they suggested that teachers should be armed. They suggested exactly that. I mean, we've talked about that before. I'm glad that the sheriff was was kicked out. I think it's I think it's a a really important, powerful uh, move, and and it, it's unfortunately it's more than just him, it's more than than, than just him, and I, I want to get into that. But the but the big question is when does CNN apologize <laughs> for that embarrassing, pathetic, painful to watch town hall where uh, NRA spokesperson Dana Ash got booed got heckled by the crowd death threats for uh, that that she received and and the sheriff on that that town hall thing flat out lied flat out lied about what happened there were lies about this whole promise uh project thing this 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 system by which they didn't really report crimes to make people think that oh things are better with uh with uh violence in, in schools like isn't cnn gonna say you know what uh, we, we need to let people know that we had this guy on after the shooting, and emotions were raw. But he really, uh, uh, he was taken out of this because he didn't really provide the leadership that was necessary. And Jake Tapper was right, and, and we need to recognize this as an organization.
1: And we should have researched him better before we had him on and said he was right about everything. Right? <laughs> Maybe something. Send Dana some flowers. Yeah, you think some super beats?
0: I don't. I think Dana's got all the super beats <laughs> uh, that, that 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 she needs. Uh, but yeah,
1: I, I, there is a weird
0: thing that goes on where people who do something wrong aren't held accountable. I don't know I'm held accountable. If, if I don't do my job right, I'm held accountable. if 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 I don't show up, I'm held accountable. Your sheriffs, your deputies don't go in where there's a school shooter, and you think not only do you think you should keep your job, you think you gave amazing leadership. That's what you provided. Like I, I think America should be thrilled. There should be no partisanship here at all. America should just be overjoyed and thrilled with the idea that this guy's gone. Well, uh, this goes uh, back to people that aren't. I think there are going to be a lot of people who think that this was just wholly a, a political kind of kind of thing and and all oh, those those wackily Republicans. Yeah, people are digging their
2: heels in and sides need to be taken. According to some people. And, and they're going to feel like this is a, a partisan move and Democrats lose because uh, he was removed. But, but the thing is, we, we talked about this in the, the previous segment, how elites are treated differently than the folks. And my question is, why didn't this happen a long time ago? Wh- which? Him being removed? Him being removed. Because if if, if he if a regular cop on the beat showed this kind of incompetence, he would have been gone a long time ago.
0: Well, if the uh, this was back in April. The Sheriff's Office Deputies Association voted no confidence on him. Right? They they were, were not buyers. They were not buying in. They they didn't think anything of him. And certainly, you talk to parents like uh, was it Andrew Pollock? His daughter was, was Meadow uh, was was murdered there. Um, no confidence whatsoever. Uh, so as to why, I don't know why things take so long, and I, and I do wonder if it was a bit of politics for then governor now senator Rick Scott. Um, because he was governor while it happened, and he didn't want to... He was already under a lot of fire, if you will, in a lot of different places. He was trying to figure out the the, the the scope of the thing. What I would like to hear from, in, in a very pointed but still respectful conversation, is the David Hogg set, right? I always refer to them as the high-profile Parkland students because I, I find that if, if you don't, April, what happens is, is that they, they, they sue you, and oh. then and then they, there's there's these boycott conversations. I once had a thing with Cameron Kasky, one of the uh, the, the 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 kids. I did on Twitter. It was ins- it was surreal and insane and crazy and all. He, he I forget
1: what he Please had posted. Please don't engage minors on Twitter. Uh, d- d-
0: d- I think he's eighteen. I thought I, oh, okay. I thought I was on the right. Um, but but oh, th- this ended my. Uh, this is why I do so little on Twitter. This is why I do. Don't look at me like that. Don't look Reed. at me like. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Twitter needs you,
0: Tony. God, no. no. No one needs Twitter. Twitter might need me, but I sure as hell don't need Twitter. I think is it. Um, he had posted something that was, I, I, I forget what it was, and I only asked the question, where are this kid's parents to guide him through this? And it was the question that I've asked ever since the beginning. When you saw these kids on TV being used mm-hmm. by CNN, and I'll say uh, being instantly u- being used by Allison Camarota. Alison Camerota on CNN there's the a morning show. There, well, she used to be a, a Fox and Friends weekend person. I've actually been on the couch with her before. Um what? Wait <laughs> now? <laughs> it's the curvy couch. I was on the couch with Dave Briggs and Clayton too. Were you in the leg me, chair? Me and Clayton Morris. No, that's that's the that was that was Red Eye. I have never been on Red Eye. I was never invited. I was never cool enough for Red Eye.
1: How is that even possible? I don't possible? know. What,
0: what, did, I, did I did I ask? Listen, you get invited, you go. You don't invite, you don't go. If they want to write me a check, then I'll start worrying about it. Until then, I yeah. love you, Fox. I do. I, I, I appreciate going on, and, and I'll, I'll go on almost anyway.
2: Were you ever yeah. on a couch with Tom
0: Chaloux? W- I've never once been on a couch with Tom Chaloux, but a boy can dream.
1: I believe and I I've, think been on, I've been on a bed with him. Wait, hey, now. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> when were you on, When were you in a bed with he, Tom Chaloux?
1: Several years ago, they were at a CPAC party. Who's they? Some of the... Um,
0: some of the red eye crew? Yes. And so, no, no, no so. This so is what it,
1: happens when you go to bed at 10, 10 p.m. Oh, the rest please. of us are upstairs in a hotel room on a bed with the red eye crew. All right,
0: so, so this, is, this is a very, very real story. Close. This is totally real. We go to a tremendous amount of, of, of events, and we, and we go together, I mean, friends, you know, platonically, you know, fingers <laughs> and I are friends, That's as far as it goes. So settle down. And keep your hands above the table. Keep telling yourself that. Ah, It is. That's that's true. When midnight hits, no matter where I am, no matter where we are, no matter what's happening, I say, got to go. And I leave. There is no good that is going to take place after midnight. And clearly what I have learned from these two (laughs) is that I have missed all of the things when it comes to these conservatives because I mean, we're, we're all on the political right. I mean, it's, that, that's how we know each other. Um, uh, we're just, you know, not angry about it. So uh, clearly, I miss a lot of things, and one of the things I missed is April in a in bed with Tom Chaloux, which I think is going to be shocking to Tom Chaloux on bed, <laughs> on bed. Oh, not in bed. Uh, and, no. Oh, I said no. that wrong. This was this on was purpose, some I party. Said that wrong?
2: <laughs> it was some party. Then G Gordon Liddy walked in with a lampshade on his head, and things really went crazy.
0: By the way, for those of you. Uh, you might have to Google that. You might have to Google G. Gordon Liddy <laughs> right right there. Maybe you maybe ask your grandpa. Maybe your Mima knows, knows about G. Gordon. Oh, I met him once. Really? Once, G. Gordon Liddy.
1: Have you read the book? No.
0: I haven't read the book. I haven't read any of his. No. no I should I? Should I? No? Matt. Oh Big Watergate figure. We'll just leave it at that. Um, so so you have had uh, a bed relations with Tom Shalhoub. This is what we learned. From April D. Gregory, right here. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, that's right. I was, uh, 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 but why was I talking about the conferences? Why? We, how do we get into the? How do we get into that? Oh no, because no, you brought up Tom Shalhoub and that you were in bed with Tom
1: yeah, Shalhoub.
2: Yeah, you brought up Tom Shalhoub.
1: No. How do we? How did from, we get to? <laughs> how do we get to Tom Shalhoub?
2: I swear, we're only on our first. We bourbon. were
1: on. We were on Fox.
0: All right. Okay. Okay. Because on the couch, on the couch, on the couch. Right? You said you were so, on the couch. And, so and this is goes all your back fault. To Allison Camarota, and that goes back to how she couches? really used the, these these Parkland there kids, yep. really and truly. And all I did was, was tweet out like, "Where's his parents?" When you saw uh, David Hogg, and 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 the way that he would um, talk about his own parents, like, "Give me the blank and iPhone," and and you don't know how to use this, and we got to take control back from these old people because they don't know what the f they're doing. Who? What did? what are you talking about? Why are you talking like this? And how does this help anybody? And I always thought that these kids were being abused and I wanted to know where their parents were. I mean, that's that's been my take from, from the very, very beginning. What, what is it that we're actually looking at here? These kids were abused. Well, I would like to know because they've, they've profited off this in, 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 in a way, right? I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm mad at them uh, at all right they they didn't deserve to be uh, where a shooting was they didn't deserve to have friends die none of none of that but that david hogg is going to harvard please Uh, right right now there there's somebody who didn't get to go to harvard because david hogg for 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 what purpose for what reason is is now the 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 poster child of uh, of harvard so so they've done a lot with this and, and they could very well feel that they're they're moved to something and, and, and it's a, it's an inclination and they they, they, they want to do good on, on, on this they they defended Sheriff Israel they were there in that town hall talking about how great he was and yet how evil the NRA is as if the NRA did anything wrong in the, the conversation of Parkland.
1: Sorry but when you're 18 you don't know anything about your local sheriff I, I agree with that. That's 100% true <laughs> Where are they now
0: on the subject? Would they agree? not they don't even have to say they dislike them. Would they agree that there were failings inside the sheriff's office? Now, maybe they've said it already and, and I've somehow missed it, but would they at least agree to that? that there were like, could you get Hogg and, and some of the others to, to admit that? Because that would be pretty helpful to everybody like you know what there were some failings here okay this is important to know
2: this is what happens when you become a leftist prop and you can go back to Cindy Sheehan all the way back there
0: oh god the the Bush administration
2: yeah when you're used as a prop by a leftist you get all this uh, attention okay and they get addicted to the attention and then what happens is AOC yeah after your 15 minutes are up then they have to get even more wild and crazy with their statements hoping to get that attention back uh what, what's David Hogg gonna say next you go to to, to Harvard he gets accepted to Harvard is he gonna get an education there or all are all is what is happening here is they are they just training him to be an activist
0: uh, so, Activist
1: boot camp at Harvard yeah that's an expensive boot camp yeah but so
0: I th- that's a good question no I think that that's that's a good question I think part of the problem is I, and I'm not the one who who originally brought this up? Right. I, I don't think I'm the first person to come to this. Uh, I don't know if this was from National Review or, 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 or wherever else. The the key to Harvard is getting in. Once you're in, nothing matters, right? Once you're in, you're 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 in. You're gonna get your degree, and and, and that's gonna be that's gonna be it. The key is getting in, and then and then you're set. And whatever Harvard is supposed to mean in today's world, it, it gets you a job and puts you in the right places and everything else. Harvard is building activists. And I, and I think proudly. I think proudly because to get in to Harvard... I mean, we've seen Harvard say, hey, uh, you know what our problem is? Too many Asians. Too many... Yeah. But they have. They've said too many Asian kids. They do too well on the test. They do too well on the SATs. They do too well on the ACTs. They have a, a cultural ethic that demands uh, this level of, of, of excellence. No, we need, we need to have more equality in, in our, our admissions. You're not getting equality if you're doing that, though. You're bringing things down if you're not taking the top of the top of the top, which is what Harvard is supposed to be mm-hmm. about. Maybe people, instead of saying we demand equality, should take a look at what's happening culturally and say, why don't we emulate that? Like that's good stuff. Now maybe it's crazy because I have no interest in Tiger Mom. Tiger Mom is 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 rough stuff, and I sometimes feel like I'm that I'm Tiger Dad with with my own kids compared to what I watch other parents allow them to their kids to get away with. Like when it's like, hey, you got it, you got to get off, uh, get off the iPad, get get off the iPad. It's it's you've had enough time, get off the iPad, and you you know that. There are parents, they, they don't say that. That never happens. When when kids come to play at the house and every now and then we're like, okay, go outside and do something now. You, the other kids are like, okay, we got to go now. Because they don't want to be, they, they just want to sit and stare at a screen and they don't want to be told. So like that, I, it's not really Tiger Mom or Tiger Dad in, the, in that respect. But very much it's about setting a standard. And things like that. With with Harvard, the standard is: Are you an activist? That's how you get in. We don't worry about the grades. All we worry about is this other otherism kind of kind of nonsense. Uh, and and I just think it's wrong uh, that a white male was able to take a spot of somebody more deserving. Yes.
1: <laughs> I think that's a good Dang line. It. I think that's a good line. We are taking a stand against Harvard.
2: Oh yeah. Everyone should take a stand against Harvard, Tony. People are asking in the chat room what we're drinking.
1: Oh gosh, sorry, hey. Coca Cola. You not. might have heard of it.
0: You are you are such a wimp. You are such Mine's a wimp. Mine's gone already. We you are can't doing beat
1: the real thing.
0: We are uh, drinking the Red Rest Twelve Year, which is an Irish whiskey, single pot still uh, Irish uh, whiskey. Uh, very much um, on on the citrus notes. Uh, very much uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of peel to it. Um, I'd say on the sweeter side, but um, not not overwhelming in in any way, shape, or form. I think that this is a little more delightful than I thought it would be uh, for an Irish whiskey. This is not Jameson. I enjoy it. it. Oh, you, you know, it
2: was really good, neat. I really like it on the rocks.
0: You had it though with with like like you were full on the rocks. Yeah, I did three ice chips, so the chips are now melted, and I'm and I'm, It's just it's just the chill and a little bit of a, oh, you're gonna have uh, April D. Gregory's. Okay.
1: Watch the side that has lipstick on it.
0: Oh, please. That's what no, he's going m- for first. Make me feel pretty. That's what he's going for first right there. So Sheriff Israel's gone, and I'm happy about this. I think, I think it's the right move. I think it's the right move. And Harvard is it is an activist school. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for grades. They're looking for activism. That's 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 what makes a, a, a Harvard man these days or, or a Harvard woman or a Harvard, well. But certain no activism. I mean.
1: Like, you probably can't go there if you're a, a pro-lifer or something.
0: Like oh, that's no, not gonna. No, that's no. not gonna
1: get you. That's a full assault on women. If you got a whole you know. entire Planned Parenthood shut down, you're not going to Harvard. Sorry. No,
2: this is why I went to Faber. Oh. And look at you now. Look at you now. Eat, F- drink,
1: F-U. smoke.
0: Eat, drink, smoke. Uh, Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy, here at Blend Bar Cigar, where we often do the show uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. We just went through a snowstorm. A lot of the Midwest. I did.
1: uh, Her name was Gia. I don't know when did we start naming winter storms. She lived on the second floor. Start naming hurricanes. That was
0: Luca. Oh, oh. on the second floor. I get confused. Um, I don't know. We started naming winter storms. Apparently, we did. It's just silly. Gia is her name. It's just silly. Uh, It was about seven inches of snow, depending on where you were. uh, At least in in our area, but the roads are great, and we're here at at Blend, uh, four locations, all across uh, the country. Pittsburgh. Let's not go so far. With roads are great. Oh, I I, so I, in, the, I I don't live in Indianapolis we proper. Get, okay, okay. So yeah, no, in Indianapolis uh, where the mayor is a, a train wreck, an absolute train wreck is the mayor of Indianapolis. Uh, great city, terrible leadership. <laughs> we're we're working on it as,
1: <laughs> as fast. We're gonna as fix we can. it again. It'll oh, be good fine. lord!
0: Uh, uh, but here at Blend, and uh, we've been uh, reviewing the 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 Redbreast Twelve Year Irish uh, whiskey, the single pot sk- still. Irish whiskey, and we've moved on uh, to the to the smoke before we get to the cigar. Make sure you get to iTunes and you uh, subscribe on iTunes, also Google Play, eat, drink, smoke, and the five star review and the give the review and everything else. Get that done immediately, if not sooner. We need to get those reviews. And uh, people have been asking about hey, you talked a lot last week about donating. Where's the donate button? It's actually where the podcast is, but I don't know if it's on the if it's on tonycats.com yet if we've got the donate button okay. yes we do it's at the bottom to okay. the bottom we gotta get one at the top Saw so one at the top by the time you see this by the time you hear this and of course uh we're, we're live streaming right now uh, to our facebook page facebook.com slash e drink smoke so hello to everybody uh who is over there so that is the the drink was an irish whiskey the cigar today i went with a lancero now i am a huge huge proponent of the Lancero. So we're talking about a much, much smaller ring gauge. This is a 47. This is a thin cigar, but it's a nine and a half inch cigar. So that's what it, it's its long and thin fingers.
1: If somebody wants to buy me a ring, it would just need to be a little bit smaller than this.
0: A little bit smaller. So basically you have Lancero size fingers? Yes. Why is someone buying you a ring? I
1: require large diamonds. Can't, what do you mean require? Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> what do you mean you require? Large I'm diamonds. just giving
1: people a reference, just in case.
0: But why do you say you require them? Do you do you actually require large diamonds? Like if somebody wants your love, did they? they it could be purchased with with shiny rocks.
1: What it whatever happened to just can't be purchased caring? with little rocks?
0: What, what happened to just caring about another person? Why does it have anymore. to be a materialistic transaction? Fingers. What happened to love? What happened? Hallmark ruined it. That's what
2: happened. You got the Hallmark people, the candy people, and the diamond people. They all got together. Uh, capitalism ruined love, Tony. Would you argue that they are in cahoots?
0: Yes. They're so in cahoots.
1: With the Bilderbergs or what? How's this going?
0: Oh, she went right to it. She went right to the Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati? Big diamonds. Big diamonds. This is, this Sarah right here is uh, La Flor Dominicana or LFD. You'll very often see it as LFD uh, from, from the label. This is their Leguero. This is a nine and a half inch cigar, 47 ring gauge. This is from the Dominican, but with an Ecuadorian wrapper. Now, the purpose of a Lancero is the is the wrapper itself. Because uh, it's, it's thinner, you get more wrapper, so therefore that's where a lot of the flavor is coming from. This is a Dominican binder and filler, so this is naturally going to have a, a little bit of spice to it seen different people review this i've seen them review it in different ways as this medium or medium strong cigar i would still call this in the medium realm if this is the first cigar you're gonna do i would put it down and pick up something else right only because to do a lancero is just it's a different style of of smoke right it's a different experience altogether uh and you should want you should first give yourself some time for this, because especially at nine and a half inches, you're going to be over an hour with it. Calm down, fingers. Why do you? Why? Why do you have to ruin that? Uh, so but, immature. But but you're all you're, of you. Your 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 first. I mean, you, you, I always do break a cigar down to the first third, the second third, and, and, and the final third. That's, that's the way uh, to do it. There were a couple of different interesting reviews that I had read uh, about uh, this cigar. Uh, certainly uh, a little earthy, uh, some, some leather notes. I had some people talking about cinnamon toast, talking about charred meat. I did not get a charred meat. and I've charred never, meat? I've I got I to come know.
1: back for the cinnamon toast. Hold I, on. Let me find know.
0: it. I don't know what, what, what that is. Right, so the cinnamon toast could uh, be about the 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 spicy that you would get from the binder and filler, and a little bit of the sweetness of of that of of the Ecuadorian uh, uh, habano, uh, right there.
1: But what Um, about the donut cap and crunch? Is that in there?
0: No, no, no. Fingers Malloy is crazy about the donut cap and crunch. That's that's an actual cereal, sprinkled donut cap and crunch. He's crazy about that. It'll cure what ails you. It it will it will kill you, and then leave your children homeless. Uh, Don't do that. Well try it just don't eat it every day it's the best I can do um, the cigar is I would call it a solid medium all the way around and it will have a kick because you're dealing with a nine and a half inch cigar it doesn't matter if the ring gauge is 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 super wide you don't need it to be in that 58 60 62 which is uncomfortable at least for me in 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 the smoking you smoke an, a, a nine- inch cigar you're going to feel it again not for the beginner but as a, as a flavorful cigar, as a full cigar that's going to have a bit of those leathers and also touch on those spice notes, I am a fan, and I'm just a fan of Lancero's in general.
2: Okay, I know you're going to think I'm joking about this, but I actually have a serious question about the girth of a cigar. You, you, you talk about oh, all the time. Know. No, no I, I really do have a serious <laughs> question about this. Know. You, you talk about uh, you know, a lot when we're talking about cigars if it's good for the golf course. Right. Um, You know, a lot of times I was going to say a lot of times when you when you uh, are golfing, you put the cigar down. You may put it down for a couple of minutes. When when you've got a thin cigar like this,
0: does it stay lit longer? Does it go out quicker? So that's a so part of that is a construction conversation. And La Florida Minacona is going to do great construction. If you're looking for another one, they have. This is a Ligero, and you don't have to have it as a as a Lancero. Uh, you can get it in other ways. They have a double agave, which is also very good. The Airbender, which is a few years old now, is one of my favorites. Um, I have always found construction from a from a Florida Dominicana to be solid. I wouldn't bring this on a golf course in any way, shape, or form. Not at all. I would argue that this is much more a back deck cigar. Uh, on on a on an easy day, on a cool day, on a on a slightly warm day. Um, uh, not, no I just, it, it would. I think it would be wasted on a golf course because there's, there's more nuance happening here. And and mm. the whole the whole reason that lanceros aren't aren't popular in the U S. because they look dainty, right? It, it, it's, it's long, it's thin, it doesn't look like a cigar. Like They're a the Virginia man Slims with, uh, of cigars, right? Yeah, right, that, and that's totally it.
2: I feel like Axl Rose smoking a cigarette in a cigarette holder backstage with this, but it it, right? it, it, it it's fantastic.
0: No, it is. It, oh, this is. This is terrific, absolutely terrific. You, I, if you smoke cigars, you're going to love it. If you're still new to cigars, you got to go back and check some of the other things that we've reviewed at Eat Drink Smoke. Uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes uh, and find it, of course. Uh, you can find them at tonycax.com as well. And, that's, and and start with some of the other ones and, and work your way up. Work your way to it. It's okay. Take your time, have fun, In, enjoy yourself with this. The
1: marathon, not um, the sprint.
0: Uh, you, 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 you brought up Axl Rose. Yes. Allow me to bring up Motley Crue. Great, great story out of Canada, of all places. There is a guy who gets pulled over by the police in Manitoba. First of all.
1: Do you want to hear my Manitoba accent?
0: Do you have a Manitoba accent? No. Okay. <laughs> and, and pulled over because he's doing 90 miles an hour. First of all, you're in Canada. You're going kilometers. You're not going miles an hour. Stop it. It's a, he's actually going 145 kilometers per hour. And the cop pulls him over. and says, do you know how fast you're going? And the guy says, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry, but, but uh, uh. Kickstart My Heart by Motley <laughs> Crue was on the radio. And I just, it just, it, j- it just got me going. It just got me going. And the cop was like, listen, I hear you. I understand. I was listening to it as well. But he still got a $650 ticket for going 145 kilometers an hour.
1: I thought he got out of the ticket. No, he did not he get out of the, the ticket. But then what's the point of the story?
0: He didn't get out of the ticket. He used it as an excuse. And the question is, th- but this is Canada. Would it work in America? Would that excuse work in it America? It depends.
1: It would probably work for me.
0: Oh, as you twirl your hair? Oh, jeez. As, as you twirl the blonde <laughs> oh, locks? Has that ever worked for you?
1: Has, Are you serious? No, no, I'm only totally serious. Are you serious right Yeah, now? I'm, I'm
0: serious as a heart attack.
1: I can't even put on... Two hands. How many tickets I have gotten out of? Because I'm just lucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky. She meant privileged. Uh, you got to use today's parlance, Gregory. <laughs> Wait, you have you really flirted your way out of tickets before? You look at me like I'm crazy right Not now. Not on
1: purpose, but oh, it just works. It just it just works. It's just
0: naturally who I am. <laughs>
1: it just works. I can't even tell you how many tickets I've gotten out of. Re- I can't. I couldn't even count that. I'm serious, like It's more than ten. Really? Yeah.
0: Fingers. Have you ever been able to talk yourself out of a ticket? No. What? No. With your classic rugged good looks and Detroit Tigers T-shirt,
2: right? I mean, I am the best dressed man in the room right now. But uh, I, going back to this story, the Motley Crew uh, defense. There is precedent for it working. Uh, Vince Neal. Uh, got drunk, got behind the wheel of his car, crashed, it killed somebody. Uh, but the difference was uh, the Motley Crue defense worked for him because he was actually in Motley Crue. See, that's Whoa. the difference there.
0: Vince Neal killed somebody? Oh, yeah. How did I not know this? St- Wait, April didn't Spent know this? 30
2: d- Spent 30 days in jail for vehicular uh, manslaughter? manslaughter. Yeah, 30 days in jail. You know why? Because was Vince Neal and he's in Motley Crue. Difference is... He's Vince Neil in Motley Crue, not some Canadian guy uh, listening to Motley Crue. So the, the the precedent doesn't work for you there.
0: I, de- I never knew that. I didn't know that story at so all. So
1: what was the excuse for getting out of jail?
0: No, no. Oh, for, for Vince Neil getting yeah. out of jail? Because he was, he was a celebrity. <laughs> and we have different rules in America for celebrities.
1: I know that. You know that. But what did the judge say? Oh, here.
0: He said, oh, by the way, can you sign my kid's guitar? Yeah. What did he say? I, I didn't. I didn't know the guy was in jail. But I to- I'll totally believe it that, that a celebrity was able to get out of it. I just didn't know that you could. I you hear the stories of people who like uh, flirt their way out of tickets, and then and then you'll hear the story of women who who will tell a cop, uh, "I'm sorry, but I, I I started my period." I've heard that story really? before. Yep,
1: I would and never do have, that.
0: People, oh, that's where you draw <laughs> the line. April Gregory will gladly say, "Have you been working out, officer?"
2: But. I would give a woman a ticket for telling me that <laughs> if I were a police officer. Are you kidding me? I'll take something I don't need to know for 300 Alex.
1: Listen. I will say in my old age, it's not working as well. I have gotten two tickets in the last year-ish, which is... Two tickets in a year?
0: What? What's wrong with two tickets in a year?
1: <laughs> I've gotten two tickets in my
0: life. Is that true? Yes in a year? Oh.
1: Sometimes I hadn't just, had know? one in like 5 years before that. So right, it's fine. so, so she oh. averages
2: out. Yeah, okay. It averages because out. I don't
1: you know, I I rarely get tickets, but now I see that it's catching up to me. Now I have gotten a couple tickets.
0: What do you, I don't think that's the way it works. I don't think you, oh is it like karma that catches up to you? Do you believe in karma?
2: No, I think she's saying father time is catching up I with
0: her. What I think I'm she's saying, saying is Oh is- no, did I miss it? <laughs> Are you saying that that you've gotten older I said and in your my old to, age, yes. Oh gosh, I, I did miss that. That you're that I'm, you're not able to. I'm
1: slacking. I'm not. I can't. I'm not as good as I used to be. You
0: posted. Can I? Can we talk about your problems for a moment?
1: <laughs> <laughs> because if you
0: follow April on Facebook, there's this there's this challenge going on on Facebook about. Um, you know, post your your first picture to Facebook, and then post a picture now, and it's how people have aged and 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 and, and all that. And you posted a picture of yourself when you first joined Facebook, two thousand eight, two thousand six, two thousand six, and then today you look way better today than you did then. Thank you. Yeah, I just want you to tell. I just want you to know you look like crap then. <laughs> Oh, you looked miserable and hungover, and probably how you you know probably woke up on Tom Chaloux's house.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you could
2: see the waves Why of Sema coming off of her. Could breath. you? <laughs>
1: that, was, that was in the party. If you're, I'm not going to say where it was, but it was downtown in my party days. Yes, well,
2: you are not going to say where it was. What? Are you part of the Illuminati? What is this? Well, that you won't people tell. You're,
0: know. You're people not You're fine know. with throwing Tom Chaloux of Fox News Radio so under the bus. By the way, Tom, listen, I think you're lovely. I I, I we, I think we may have met once.
1: Have me on the leg you know? chair. I got legs, Tom. No, no don't. have what
2: well, you, you, no you, need time. you need a time
0: machine you for that. You know there's no more Red Eye, right? Yes. That show's not anymore. So what leg chair are you going to be on? You if, want to be on his radio stop show? Stop
1: it. No, stop it. The man is a Every single chick program. that goes on Fox News, if you can see her legs, she's in a leg chair now. It's not just like a one thing. Like every chick is a oh, leg is chair that right? Right now. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, so tell become, me, you're not looking at the legs oh, out, of every chair. Outnumbered on Fox is
1: News. nothing
2: but four leg chairs and a dude. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, you didn't I, notice
1: all the legs.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't watch Fox News. I'm on it. it. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I'm busy. I got things to do. But I, I was going to ask you a question. Okay. Um. Uh. uh about the the uh, the I I, me- I mentioned the agent thing, but I was going to ask you a question about: Do you really think that at this you're in your thirties. Yeah. You know, pushing. You're in your thirties, pushing forty. Uh, Holy easy is that killer! Right? Oh so my that's, god. Oh yeah, that's
1: that's what it is. I am closer to thirty-five than it's forty.
2: Probably the last time you're ever going to see Tony Katz in public again.
0: <laughs> uh, do you really think that you are uh, unable to be as flirtatious as you were in your twenties? No, I don't think that. Okay, so so
1: you still have a belief
0: that oh, I can I can bring.
2: I think a you lot should. of this. I think Confidence lo- is the new black. I, I hear you, but I think a lot of this actually has to do uh, with police officers looking at your vehicle and seeing soccer mom. That's yeah, what and, and then the they walk up. The back. Soccer mom, soccer yeah. mom. Yeah. That th- it has more to do with it than anything else.
1: That might be it. Oh, you're speeding. Oh, there's a three-year-old. Yeah. So you can't even milf your way out of a ticket? Does that not,
0: I have never, that I, I know better. of, talked my way out of a ticket. I was once coming back from my... my I used to live in Florida. My parents lived on, on the other coast. So I was in Tampa Bay. My parents were in West Palm. Uh, Wellington is the name of the town. And I was coming driving back, and it was in a Honda Accord, and it was uh, my, my wife and I. And I was... It, I forget the song, and it was a beautiful day, and I was doing 110. You too? I was doing 110 on like the Florida coast B something or other and the next thing you know there's a cop behind me and I pulled over and the officer walks up to the window and I said I did it just give me the ticket <laughs> it wasn't wasn't it worth discussing or anything else or just like you know what everything's great just camped it over I'd like to get out of my way no? you you were doing
2: a hundred and ten in a Honda Accord Honda Accord
0: <laughs> that's a true story that should be a commercial what are you talking about speaking of commercials that I think you could star in fingers more oh that this is for you Costco Costco made a lot of news because uh, they announced that they have the the seven pound tub of Nutella, which according to my baker friends, um, uh, and and they're not baking medicinal brownies; they make real brownies for 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 customers. Uh, they've always had this, so this isn't anything new. They have. Why do bakers know this? Because bakers know where to get the deals, man. Uh, they have a. 27- what are you baking with mac and cheese? No, no, no! I haven't are even gotten to the mac. and cheese. Were, were you listening to him? Were you listening? I'm the about man? to do mac and cheese. You ruined everything right there. <laughs> um, they sell at Costco a twenty-seven-pound mac and cheese storage bucket. It's got a twenty-year shelf life, and in there, 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 one hundred and eighty pre-portioned, pre-packed servings. I originally, oh, thought, I originally thought it was just a big twenty-seven-pound ba-
1: bucket of mac and cheese. They yeah. sold out
0: every store. I don't want it now. Completely, completely sold out. We were going to try and get it and review it. We were going to review the mac and cheese from, from, from Costco. It's about 50 cents a serving. It costs $90. The question is, Fingers Malloy, as a man who, who eats many things, including a lot of Mrs. Freshly's snack cakes uh, that you are, are a big fan of, would you eat mac and cheese from a 27-pound bucket? Give me that
2: bucket and the entire first season of Aftermash? That's a weekend right there. <laughs> That's a weekend.
1: What is Aftermash?
0: Oh, a terrible show. With William Christopher and Jamie Farr uh, and and uh, Harry Morgan, it was, it was tried to do a spinoff of the of the show Mash, and it was just a ridiculous like like William Christopher who played uh, Father Mulcahy was a drunk and and everything. I don't know if Harry Morgan was in or not, but Jamie Farr was yes, in
2: Harry, it. Harry Morgan was in it. It was it
0: was a oh, it was a train wreck, an absolute disaster uh, of a show.
2: I probably should have said cop rock, and you would have known cop uh, rock. Oh,
0: cop rock was great. Cop rock should come back. It was, it was a cop drama, but it was also a musical. And then musical numbers in it. Cop rock was amazing. Okay. Cop rock was so ahead of its time. I trust as you. As to be believed. You, you don't know? You didn't see the first episode
2: where a guy was appearing before the judge, and the judge asked him why he was there, and he started singing that he was speeding because he was listening to Kickstart My Heart. You didn't hear that? That's a true story. You didn't see that episode? That's a true story.
0: Do you? Who buys Ugh. 180 servings? I mean, maybe like maybe it's for like like commercial use, like at a, I don't know, some kind of prison camp, or something like that. But I, I just isn't mac and cheese cheap enough that you don't need Costco to make it.
2: Right, and then on top of it, you're selling me on the shelf life. I mean, the shelf life, life of a box of Kraft mac and cheese is what five years or something <laughs> crazy like that. I mean, I, it, 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 who eats that much mac and cheese? I eat a lot of mac and cheese. Seventy two pound barrel. Of mac and cheese.
1: You well, put that in the back were, of your shoe. If truck you were a crazy snowstorm. couponer, you would do this because then you get the deal. Oh, this is only 50 cents a serving instead of 60 cents a serving like a regular size. By the to way, dinner.
2: don't even get me started on those crazy coupon shows because what you see is you see these people, they they go to the store and they buy junk and then they go home and they're making a Mentos casserole for dinner because I wanna
0: say that I think all those extreme couponing shows are totally full of crap. Yeah. They were all lies. It's 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 bull crap. If you're willing to spend that much time like rummaging through coupons, clipping every coupon, thinking you can get nine thousand dollars worth of food. For and toothpaste cents, and toilet
1: paper. You're out of your skull. And air freshener and deodorant. No, you don't need all that stuff. It's ca- it's People don't realize time is money. You,
2: your you time wanna...
1: is your most valuable asset. And if you're going to spend it all looking through the Sunday Star for a million just... coupons, and then you're going to take up an entire bedroom to store all this stuff in that you're not going to use for 10 years, you're wasting your time and your space. Now,
0: Tony Robbins, what else do you have? I was gonna,
2: just about to say that. a motivational speaker
0: over here. Oh.
1: <laughs> It's therapy have hour. You
0: se- you're speaking of- have you seen the Japanese lady on Netflix who will show you? Or Marie Kondo. House? Yeah.
1: I read her book a few years ago. I am ahead of the times on this. Her show's not as good as the book, so you need to read the book.
0: So, what's your name again? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. So, uh, listen, I, I, in my family, we, we moved. We moved houses, right? And so when we first moved to Indianapolis, didn't know where to live. I needed to rent a house because wasn't sure how things were going to work out. We ended up renting a house that was over 5,000 square feet. The thing was the thing was a monster, and what happens is you don't have enough furniture to fill five thousand square feet, so you end up picking up a piece here and picking up a piece there, and then we moved into the house we have now, which is just at slightly like under by like twenty square feet three thousand square feet. We think it's a nice house we don't need all the stuff we, we, it was just too big it was too much we don't need that there's nothing to prove uh, stop it um. And we realized that we had picked up so much stuff over two years that we were living in this other house, we couldn't fit. Nothing would fit. We ha- So my wife started following The Minimalists, the podcast, The Minimalists. Uh-huh. She's read uh, the, the books. And we started going through this entire minimalist theory. Now, there's a point where I'm like, you know what? You need more than three shirts. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just do, and that's the way it is. But it is amazing how much better... The house feels and therefore we feel when you yes. realize that stuff is not, first of all, things are not love. Gifts are not love. Uh, tangible items are not love. It's not the way it works. And it cannot make you happy, right? Be- knowing that if you need something, you can get it. There, There's a level of happiness there. But Concours. realizing that you've got enough, you don't need anything else. That's really where it's at. Man, I cannot tell you how much better and more enjoyable our daily life is mm-hmm. because there's less in the house, and there's things we'd still like to lessen up on. We're not done, but there are some people who take the minimalist concept, and they're like, we, "I have a chair and a table and a bed. I'm good." That, a tiny and, home, and, and that's and that's not
1: it. And what? In a tiny home. Right. Oh yeah.
0: No, that's not enough. <laughs> now flip
2: that. You said the extreme couponing shows were awful. I love hoarders. Can't get enough of hoarders. I will. I will eat that whole seventy two pound barrel of mac and cheese it's 27 to watch. pounds 27 72 whatever i'll, I'll buy a few <laughs> um and i will watch hoarders why?
0: why do you want to watch that because i people are I'm
2: amazed that someone can walk into a home and have to step over 15 square feet of garbage to get to their couch that has 10 pounds of garbage to sit down on it and think it's normal it's fascinating to me that that that
0: that's not that they think it's all.
1: normal. It's, they just have a, a mentally distorted view of life. It's mental. It's a mental health issue.
0: It is a mental health Oh, it's totally a mental health yeah. issue. These people are not okay.
1: They're absolutely
0: not
2: okay. Don't judge me because I'm enjoying this show because these people are mentally... Uh, they, make people watch the
1: about, they make you feel better about yourself. Don't judge me because I watch the Kardashians for crying out loud. Oh, they're mentally unstable too. <laughs>
0: oh, I will totally judge you for watching the Kardashians. What's wrong with you? How much money?
1: Are they all worth a billion dollars now? Basically. How did this happen? Who <laughs> let this happen? How, I, I mean, it's. Uh, Momager did this.
0: I'm sorry, what did you just
1: say? Momager. The mom? Yeah, her, her name's Momager, yes. Because
0: she's the mom manager? Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of,
2: you know, we talked about earlier how elites get out of things while the folks don't and bad driving. Uh, Bruce Jenner. Uh, what, Caitlin. Caitlyn Jenner now. I mean, she killed someone in her
0: car and got away with oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean, nobody even talks about that Didn't anymore. Did Venus Williams do the same? Didn't wasn't Venus Williams in like some accident where someone got hurt or died or something?
1: Ooh, somebody um <laughs> well, somebody like something like that.
0: that. Uh you're you're not you're not wrong. You're not it's, it's it's look, you can get a lot of people absolutely crazy about the stuff that celebrities seem <laughs> to be able to to get away with. That that quote unquote regular folk the folks. Uh yeah. don't. You know? But then again, you know, Terry Stacy and uh, not Terry Stacy. i, just I was like, you whoa, Terry Stacy, who I work with at the radio station. <laughs> April Gregory, <laughs> another blonde. April Gregory, she can get out of tickets by twirling right. her hair.
2: Yeah. God bless you
0: So if you want it, now, by the way, I mean you you, you drive a, a an SUV. So yeah. I don't know how much of a mom vehicle, but you do have the car. If you were in a sports car, do you think you can get away you think you can get out of the ticket?
1: Oh for sure. If you're in a
0: Mustang, you yeah. think you could flirt mm-hmm. your way out of a ticket? Mm-hmm. What else have you gotten from, from just being you? What else has, has your privilege brought you
1: right This here? is a just short curious. segment. We don't have time for all this. Oh, we don't? Well, we don't have time uh, for all this. That's
2: too bad. Do we have time for a question in the chat room? Yeah,
1: sure. Right okay, ahead. so you're,
2: you're, you're, you're live streaming this on the Facebook page, Facebook. Eat Drink Facebook.com
0: slash Eat Drink smoke. We're uh, live
2: streaming, yeah. Al in the chat room asks, Forgive my ignorance, where can I enjoy a cigar and a drink while remaining indoors?
0: Oh, well, it depends on where you are. Right? So it, th- it depends on 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 uh, on what state you're in and, 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 and you know, what, what's available. Uh, there are really, really good cigar lounges all around the country. Uh, you have to just go search for them and, and that's all there is to it. And you sometimes you'll find one that's yours, that matches your personality, whether you want to get into pick up conversations or whether you just wanna be left alone. Right? Because there, there are two ways to, to, to go about it. I always have discussed the fact that cigar lounges are the great equalizer. It, whenever, no matter where I'm in, in the country, if I'm in a cigar lounge, I can get into a conversation and you would not believe the, the conversations could be about politics. Conversations could be about finances, could be about cars. I've been in conversations where people are talking about how they raise their kids and the best ways to deal with sons or daughters or things like that. There, and there, are no, there, there is no socioeconomics in a, in a cigar lounge. No one's asking you how much money you make. No one's asking you what your what your job is. I mean, I come up in casual conversation, but no, there is no, there is no ranking. There is no fiefdom in that regard. Everyone's enjoying the cigar, and I have never, and, and there's no place else like it on planet Earth that I have found where you can come in. Doesn't matter who you are. Sit down, and everybody's gonna be like, "Hey, glad you're here," and and start up a conversation mm-hmm. and do the whole thing. So there there are lots of of places. Um, if you're talking about Indianapolis, just ask and we'll, we'll, give, you a, we'll give you a list because there are a tremendous amount, at least in central Indiana. And um, there's actually, there's a cigar that I'm after. The people at um, Drew Estates, which makes Liga Privada, which is one of the great cigars, the number 9, the T52, uh, the Feral Flying Pig, which is to me the best constructed cigar uh, ever. I love the Feral Flying Pig. Whenever I can pick up a box, it comes in a box of 10, I get a box. I, I adore it. Well, they've got two new cigars coming out. One's called the H99 and I forget what the other one is. They practice the idea of scarcity. Right? So they do not un- un- release the cigar all over the country. Specific spots. One of the spots is Gary, Indiana. One of the cigar lounges where they're releasing this box is Gary, Indiana. And I. And we're in Indianapolis. about th- Almost three hours away. I'm seriously considering a road trip.
2: Have you ever been to Gary, Indiana?
0: Uh, only to drive through it to Chicago and then back. <sighs> yeah, I know. I know it's 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 not it's not necessarily the the the, the prettiest of a pack place I hope they, they they pack pack your nine you are so straight but no I'm, I'm seriously considering so you, you sometimes have to go and find uh, the place. That's it. Um, but when we talk, when it's talking about cigars, by the way, we're about the first third through uh, the Lancero here from uh, La Flor Dominicana, the Liguero. Where are you on this, Fingers Molloy?
2: Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention about where you can uh, smoke cigars uh, in public. I, I had never thought of this until I was in Indianapolis. You know, I always think, okay, you got to find a cigar bar. But there are cigar stores that will let you, may have a back room that you can smoke a, their cigars yeah. in the back room and bring your own booze, too, which is really nice. But this this cigar, I'm really enjoying. It, um, you know, it it's not a mild cigar like you said. Uh, it, no. It's mild to medium. It, it's got a little bit more uh, flavor. It's it's bolder than uh, some of the cigars that we've had, but not overpowering. I really enjoy this.
0: No, I, I am I am a huge. Are you? Have you stopped?
1: It went out.
0: It went out. Yeah. So you so you did not smoke it because this this has not gone out in the burn. Well, has you been, were making
1: me talk too much, so bur- I didn't get a chance to.
0: I made her. <laughs> That's... Damn the patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, The burn has been remarkably even uh, all the way through. I am such a remarkable fan. I love Lanceros. It's good. Not the cigar you start with. Please do not start with a Lancero. Work your way uh, up to it. Go back and check out all the Eat, Drink, Smokes that we've done and try some of those cigars and and work your way to it. By the way, five-star review. That's what we need on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Leave the review. Five stars is what uh, you, you do there and subscribe not only we get the the weekly eat drink smoke You also get the snack size edition, which is you know Just a little something to tide you over just a little something uh, that we do uh, that we we release a uh, midweek uh, And of course if you want to if you want to support uh, the podcast you can go to tonycats.com Just uh, scroll to the bottom and just click on donate and we very much uh, uh, Appreciate it. it will help pay for all of April's parking tickets or speeding tickets or whatever other tickets that she couldn't finagle Her, her. did you just bat your eyes?
1: Such a shame! Oh,
0: good lord! Good lord, indeed. Uh, Follow April Gregory on the Twitter box. April D Gregory is where she is. Uh, Fingers Malloy, the radio show on WHAM Radio sixteen hundred, there in Michigan, Uh, and of course Fingers Malloy Radio. And follow me, Tony Katz Radio on Facebook. Tony Katz on Twitter. Uh, Tony Katz Instagram, and and, uh, the Eat Drink Smoke Instagram is coming, and you can get that as well so be sure to follow that as well so so uh instagram tony katz follow me there and of course tony i am tony katz and this is eat drink smoke